In this episode, we're going to talk about role play. Specifically, we're going to talk about how to encourage folks to role play more during sessions. We'll start by defining role play, and then we'll get into the actual tips that I've personally used to encourage my players to role play more in the campaign and during sessions. So without further ado, let's get into it. During my time as a dungeon master and a player, I have scoured the internet looking for ways to level up my roleplay. I've created playlists on YouTube, I've read articles on various blogs and websites, and I've seen many streams with great role players. all this in order to gauge what the dungeon master or the game master is doing to encourage their players to roleplay. What I have found though is that each and every DM focuses on the individual strengths of each player and they harness that strength for roleplay. Some players are really good at exploring political intrigue within the game and that's a form of roleplay. Other players are really good at the combat aspect which I think can be roleplayed as well but we're not talking about that. We're talking about how to encourage players to even just start roleplaying. You might be in a situation where you're playing at a gaming convention or your local game store or you've met up with complete strangers who want to play and have no connection or friendship whatsoever other than meeting to play your game. You might be in a scenario where players who have played together before are there but they are a bit shy, they don't know where to begin and you might have some people that just don't jive well together. No matter what the circumstance is, this episode is really to showcase how you actually start encouraging players. What are the things that you need to do to initiate role play in your game? So, first and foremost, I think we need to define what role play is. Role play is when you and other players basically interact socially as your characters would. It's about the communication players have with one another, right? The interaction that they have with the world. These aren't any specific things. These aren't any specific actions and there aren't any specific guidelines other than the ones that you and your players establish at the beginning of the campaign. Rather, Role play can be anything from spontaneous to particular. It can be anything from particular to planned. Either way, it is how you as a player and as a dungeon master are interacting with one another and with the world that your characters are in. With that being said, there needs to be honest dialogue and a serious conversation about expectation. Something you need to establish is what are the expectations that you have of the players and that the players have of you. Some people may not be comfortable with specific things regarding role play. They may not even be comfortable getting into character. But if you talk about it and you ask the permission of your players and let the players know what you're going to be doing, you're going to have a better time and there's going to be everything on the table so not a lot of awkward situations are going to come up from the unknown. So let's assume that you've had this conversation and you're ready to deploy 
certain tips that are going to help you encourage that player to role play. Number one, and the biggest thing I always say is ask your players what they think or what their character is thinking during the session. This question is about perspective. When you ask your players how they or their characters are thinking, it prompts them to react or respond in a way like their character. I often use this because it requires minimal effort from my players. Just with the opening line of, quote, well, my character does this, that is the best thing I can get from them. That is a start because it's describing what that character is doing. And I've noticed that when I've used this method, it works phenomenally because it allows the players to naturally develop that role play muscle. The more times that you ask what their player or rather what the character is doing, right? What's the character doing in XYZ scenario? The more often that they'll be thinking like the, like the actual character. And when they start thinking like the character, you don't have to necessarily prompt them with that question. They'll start to think and say, well, my character is going to do this. Then they switch the language to, well, I'm going to start doing this. And then they're going to switch and transform or rather even evolve into saying, well, I go and do this. You see, the language starts to change once the player starts to put themselves into the perspective and into the, quote, shoes of the character. All by asking that simple question of what they think their character would do or how they would react or respond. In my personal opinion, this is the most effective way to get players to role play. Another great way to encourage your players is to have them redefine their characters. I personally ask my players to redefine their PCs every 5th, 10th, and 15th level. This redefinition of their character allows the player to think of what they want their character to be in the future and how they want to get there. It could be as simple as asking the player, what do you want to do in the next X amount of levels? Where do you see your character going? And what's motivating them to get there? Think of this as more of a check-in. You're checking in with the player to see what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. It also plants the seed in their mind to think of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it and how they're going to get there, right? It plants the seed of forethought. How am I going to become the guild master of XYZ guild in this world? How am I going to be the dean of arcane studies at XYZ Academy? It makes them think and then it makes them act in that way. And it makes them role play those scenarios to lead up to that goal. A great and easy way to assist players and encourage players to role play is by awarding them. I like this because it's easily deployable. You can take a feat or in-game knowledge, loot, whatever it may be, and award it for something really tangible or for something that was well executed from a social encounters perspective. For example, let's say the party did a really great job 
at handling a social encounter that could have ended up in combat. Instead of allowing it to go into combat, they negotiated terms and won the respect of the NPCs. That's a moment where you need to award your players with something, whether it's inspiration, again, a feat or in-game knowledge, whatever it may be, that is a good time to award it. And it's also going to be a positive reinforcement for the players. It's going to tell them that if we, as players, role-play these scenarios and think like this, we're going to get an award. We're going to get awarded for what we're doing versus shut down. Another thing I like about this tip is that it lays the foundation for good role play and good behavior in game. One other reason I like awarding players for role play is because it lays a foundation for really good person to person interaction later in the future. What I mean by that is when the players see that you are rewarded for good role play, it encourages them to continue that behavior and not act like a wang rod. Moving along though, another great way, and it builds up with awarding players, is assigning an individual in the party to a specific scenario that only they can role play. This one's a really fun one because you're essentially restricting a specific PC to role play a scenario, forcing that person to role play and the others to stand still. I love employing this tool because it gives everyone a chance to shine. For example, let's say you prepare a session where the monk is the only one that can successfully RP a scenario because of the monk's background. The other party members are going to have to stay still and really not try to mess up the situation because they don't share that same background as this monk. By doing this, you're making the game about everyone and you're giving everyone an opportunity to shine. But you're doing it in specific scenarios. Just remember to plan and prep those scenarios for each member of the party. You can even tie in their backstory. You can even tie in something that happened in a previous session. No matter what, just tie it in and give everyone a chance to shine. Speaking about tying backstory and character, that's another great way to encourage roleplay. Create a connection between the character and their backstory. Now, this may not work every time, but it's an option to have. When you start a campaign, make it that your character's backstories are connected with one another. Make it that they have to interact with one another because of that connection and encourage them to work together. Now, as the dungeon master, obviously, you can make it where it's an NPC and player character relationship. You can make it a PC to PC connection it can really be anything, right? It could be a mentor, mentee, a business associate, friends, siblings, lovers, whatever you name it, but make that connection. It will give the players a sense of comfort because they have someone to go into the campaign with, build a relationship, and have that unity between the characters. And that unity, that comfort, is gonna really propel role play to occur. Think about it like this. You go into a class or a game store or a social event with your friend and you feel way more comfortable going into that scenario with a friend. You're a little bit more sociable. You talk more to people because you have that buddy. You have that person 
that you're going into the scenario with and you're comfortable. It's the same thing in a TTRPG. When two players or two characters are going into something new with an already established connection and friendship, it's easier for the players to role play their characters because they have that base comfort level. Lastly, encourage small talk. Just like the first tip that I gave, this is gonna directly ask their character what they're doing, only this time, you're asking how the characters are spending their downtime or what are they doing in between quote adventures or quests. It can honestly be something as simple as taking a nap. But when they respond with their answer, you can start asking them a series of questions that kind of stack upon one another, triggering or rather initiating conversation to occur. If it were me, and a player told me that they were napping as their downtime, I would say, okay, what do you do before you nap? Do you say prayers? What would your character do? How would your character take a nap? Would they have their weapons next to them, their armor still on them, maybe their helm off, but a hat to cover or block the sunlight? How would they act? What would be their demeanor? What are they thinking? Those questions are the questions that you want to ask that stack upon one another because then now it gives an open invitation for the other players to respond to those questions and then start conversing with one another. And again, it took a very simple question of, oh, what is your character doing to initiate the whole thing? But like I said, all this starts with communication. Ask your players what they feel comfortable with and move at their pace. It's okay to increase role play and to encourage role play, but you have to do it at the right time and using the correct methods while respecting your player's comfort levels. Not everyone is going to role play at the level of another player or even that you're ready to role play, but by giving them that ability to work into it or ease into it, they're gonna have a fun time and you are gonna have a great time as well. Well. That's it for today. I appreciate y'all listening. I want to take the time to thank Jed Dunn over on Patreon for suggesting the topic of this podcast. I really appreciate it, and I think it's going to really help Dungeon Masters out there. If you want to support the podcast, remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. In addition, you can support the podcast by Becoming a member on Patreon, we are growing a community of dungeon masters who want to become better at our craft. So check us out on Patreon. The link will be down below. And head on over to Discord to join the Discord family. We are talking and hanging out with one another. And again, we're trying to build the community and foster relationships with one another. As I always like to say, y'all, be kind and compassionate to one another some crazy times, but we can make it through with one another. And as always, folks, keep gaming.